Prepare to Attack is a collaboration between Mash Those Buttons, Wawa's Bootcamp, and Mayhem.gg. Visit MashThoseButtons.com to learn more about our shows. Visit Wawa's Bootcamp on Discord to get coaching on your favorite Overwatch characters. Visit Mayhem.gg for live coaching streams and VODs. Hello and welcome to Prepare to Attack, a podcast series to aim that aims to improve your understanding of Overwatch and its characters. Today's character is all about Reaper, and I am your your host, Bobby Schisler, also known as Blazin' Bob, and I am joined by Wawa's coach, Dar the Derp. What's up, Dar? I'm good. How are you? Awesome, awesome. Uh, why don't you... Start by telling the listeners a little bit about your background. Um, well, I started playing Overwatch in season two, back in the Reaper meta, like Beyblade uh, Reaper, you know. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I like the character ever since, and I've reached quite high. Quite a high rank playing him. I don't main Reaper, but he's one of the characters I play the most. Yeah, I don't think anybody truly mains Reaper because I just don't think he's set up to be good in every situation. He's, I mean, and most characters aren't. You could make an argument for a Tracer and stuff like that, but, uh, but this show is not about uh, is not about maining characters. It's about understanding them and so let's just go ahead and jump right in so so reaper is a dps character he has two shotguns they're known as the hellfire shotguns uh, he has a passive ability called the the reaping and we'll get into what that does later he also has wraith form and shadow step uh and his ultimate is death is the is the death blossom why don't we start by talking about some goals of reaper what are the goals of reaper um the goals of reaper are mostly doing a high amount of damage to the enemy front line and also getting out safe with his wraith form um you mostly want to pick reaper against a composition that has a lot of tanks or in a map that that is um very like small and there are a lot of um qu uh, close quarters and yeah he pretty much i really like him on king of the king of the hill maps a lot uh, yeah he's good uh, in king of the hill as well because the points are usually very closed and they're like inside a room or something like that. So like once you get to the point, you can hold this very well. You'll just do a lot of damage. 
to whoever goes through. You wouldn't say he's uh wouldn't say he's really that much of a flanker, would you? Uh no. I don't think he's a good flanker. He he's um shadow step is a good flanking tool, but you shouldn't flank as Reaper because well, most of the time at least, because um you once you don't have a lot of mobility, so if you go to the back to the enemy back line or you try to flank, you are probably gonna get focused and die eventually. Yeah. I know that all too well. I spent a lot of season two flanking as Reaper when I shouldn't have. Yeah. All right. Well let's get right into his his weapons, the hell the Hellfire shotguns. It's a shotgun type weapon. Its damage is two to seven per pellet. Uh, the fall off range is from 11 meters to 20 meters. Uh, the number of pellets are 20 per shot. Rate of fire is two shots per second. You have eight ammo, uh, 1.5 second reload time. Uh, so it's pretty standard. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about how to use the shot, the shotguns to their most e efficient way? Um, when playing Reaper, you should mostly aim for the neck while using your shotguns because they have a pretty big spread. Like the spread is pretty big. So you'll maximize your damage by getting both headshots and a large part of the uh, enemy's body. And you should also like shoot kind of like how you would with a hero like McCree, where it's not tracking, but it's also not completely flicking. So you should like try to um, adjust your aim every time you shoot and focus on um like the a large target mostly so um you don't actually lose damage something i see a lot of of reapers doing is holding the primary fire down is that a good idea or a bad idea or situational um i personally click every time i shoot because you have a lot more control over your um, shots in general, you should do that on like heroes like McCree and Zen as well. But um, holding down your mouse button is not that bad if you're inside of a lot of people and you don't like in a very small room and you don't really know what's going on. But generally, you should try to tap your um, uh, mouse one button. Yeah, that's actually something that I got in a bad habit of doing is holding the uh, primary fire down. And because I started with Reaper and he was the main character that I played throughout season one and two. And I just got in a bad habit of holding it down. And then I realized, you know, seasons later, um, full disclosure, season six, that, you know, I was holding down on every character that it was possible to. So Zen, I guess maybe not McCree, but 
like soldier soldier i would i would burst but roadhog i would hold it down it is just like it became a bad habit across the board and so i've been working on changing that habit and it's a really hard one to break once you start doing it uh, so i was curious what your thoughts were on reaper because i thought holding it down for him wasn't as bad but uh, uh i do see how if you're in a one-on-one -on -one duel it would behoove you to click it each each time so you maximize your damage. Uh, yeah, you just have generally more control over your shots. And you know exactly when they come out and where your mouse is, like where your curse uh, crosses. is. So would you say there's any characters where you would want to aim for the head? Like I would think Winston, you would want to aim for the entire head. Uh, yeah. The, the characters like Winston, where his head um, hitbox is insanely large, and generally, like his entire body is like around his head. So, like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty, it's pretty sick. Uh, you, if you, even if you aim like only for the head, then you will still hit hit most of um, most of your shots, anyways, like your pellets. So, uh, like, another hero that's good to aim, aim for the head is Orisa, against Orisa. Uh, her head hitbox is also very large, and uh, she can, like, she's really not a threat to you. Yeah, and if she doesn't walk back and forth through her shield while you're trying to shoot her, she's pretty much done. Yeah. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about the range? Because that's something that I think a lot of new Reaper players don't understand uh, how important range is uh, for Reaper spe specifically. Yeah. Um, if you like, if you play Reaper and you're and you can't get in close range, then you're not gonna be as effective or like effective at all. You have to be in a close quarters combat in order to actually um, do damage. Otherwise, your damage falloff is just too big and you're not going to be able to do anything. So, yeah. Yeah, I see. I see a lot of Reapers shooting at 15, 15 meter range and... See, a lot of Reapers, one of the biggest things that I see them do is they start shooting before they get close and they let the enemy know that they're, that they're there. Um, now, if you're in the front line and you're working on, you know, shields and whatnot, then whatever. But say you are on the side of someone and they don't know you're there yet and you start shooting at them at 15 meters, then they know that you're, that, that you're there and they can act accordingly. If you would have waited a second later, you would have been closer to them and you would have maximized the damage you could get before they even know that you're that you're there. Uh yeah, that's yeah, that's correct. You shouldn't you shouldn't shoot if you have a um a position where you could get behind someone and really close. Because your damage is really high once you're close you can pretty much one shot every character in the game besides the very tanky ones 
Um, uh, so if you get behind, you can one shot. Uh, yeah, you can you can one shot tracer easily. Um, pretty much every two hundred HP character too. They, huh. Their hitbox is big enough for you to actually land enough pellets. If you aim for the head or neck, then you're going to do a lot of damage. Well, I'm, I'm sure the one the one shot you have to be extremely close. Yeah, I'm not sure if you can one shot like the tanks, but I know you can one shot most of the um, low HP characters if you get close enough. Uh, so, all right. Well, do you have anything else you'd like to add before we move on to his his passive? Yes, if you play Reaper and you get to a position, you have a choice. Either shoot the enemies or, like, when you're behind them, you know, in a flanking position, either shoot the enemies or, and then they'll know you're there or not shoot the enemies. Then you should also take into consideration where your team is because if your team are close, then you shouldn't shoot shoot the enemies before you get close. But if your team are um, far away, then there's no point going really close to the enemies, even if they don't know that you're there until you shoot, because they're just going to turn on you, and your wraith only lasts for so long, and you're going to die. So you have to, you still have to rely on your team a bit. So you should also take that into consideration. Gotcha. Yeah, and we'll there. Are, there are a few things I'm sure we'll cover on wraith and how to use it correctly. Yep. Um, yeah, there's a lot of rules as far as that goes. But let's go ahead and move on to the the reaping. It's a passive ability. It's one that wasn't in the game e e initially. It's something they added later. It uh, gives 20% of damage dealt to heroes back as health for Reaper. So it actually it actually heals him. Now, does not work on barriers or, sh- or any sort of shields. So um, do you have anything to add to um, that or do you feel it's pretty straightforward? It's... Pretty straightforward, but something to note is that when you're low, you should try to focus the um, tanks, of course, so you can deal a lot of damage and actually farm your health back up because 20% of the damage you can do to them is quite a quite a lot. Uh, you can actually gain quite a bit of health back. Yeah, I've often been bronze healing as uh, as Reaper. Uh, so now let's move on to to Wraith form. Now this is a immunity ability. It's got a movement speed of seven point one meters per second. So while you have it active, you do go pretty quick. Uh, its its duration is three seconds. And its cooldown is eight seconds. Why don't you tell us some uh, some effective ways to use wraith form? Um, wraith form is like a getaway tool. After you go in, 
you use it to get back to your team because you need to be very close to the enemy team in order to do damage and your team might not have to be that close. So you it's that's how you should use it. Um what you should what you wanna do is you should try to learn the cooldown of Wraith form so you'll know both when enemies Reaper have it um, and when they don't, and so you could actually utilize um, utilize it correctly and go in accordingly. So you don't really want to go in when you, uh, your Wraith form is off of cooldown, like off cooldown. Also, you should try to um, remember the uh, duration because it's also important. Um, you might, like, you want to know how far you can travel while in Wraith form. Let's say your team are like 15 meters and your wraith form brings you like, I don't know, like 20 meters, I think. So you're in the set, like you can get back to them. But so, so you want to know, like you want to try to memorize the distance. Of course, you shouldn't really memorize it by stats, but you should learn by the way it looks. Uh, so you don't really get caught. Yeah, it's about it's about double Lucio's uh aura distance. Uh yeah. Yeah, the the, the what I was going to say is I try to to make sure that with Wraith I can get back to a to a healer basically. Uh like I'm trying to get back to other people rather than run away. Does that make sense? Cuz usually people call out Wraith down and then they're on they're on you so i try to get back to my 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 group and the safety of them when i use it would you say that's a good idea uh yeah you you should generally try to go to your team it's pretty much the safest place for you to be in um when you like generally even on other heroes the safest place you can be in is next to your team. You should, if you can get back to your team, then it's always better to do that than to run away off to this uh, different direction. Um, it, you don't even have to be close to a healer. Um, just having a tank or some players with you is enough to scare the enemy team for them to not um, go for you. And if they do end up going for you, then you can actually punish them, like your entire team. But, yeah, you shouldn't really run away with Wraith. Like, you should try to go towards your team. You really know a new Reaper when you see them Wraith into the team fight. Uh, and yeah. don't feel bad if you've done this, guys. I did it a few times before I realized it was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Your Wraith form is more of a disengaged, non-engaged tool. Um Getting in is usually about how, like, about your tanks. When they go in, you just follow them. But disengaging de depends on how low you are or how, um, how, what, how much risk, um, you are currently in. So, um, yeah. Engaging takes less risk and you wouldn't need Wraith as much as you would for when you want to disengage and get back to safety. Yeah, see, my thinking on it when I first started the game was, well, I can wraith in, I can I get in there 
like really fast, but not a good, not a good idea. (laughs) Uh, One thing we should note is that when you activate Wraith, it completely re reloads your, Uh your shotguns. So uh, you do have, that's a, that's a, that's another change that they made a couple seasons back. So you definitely want to keep that in in mind so when Wraith's done and they're still on top of you you're turned around and looking at them to you know put the pressure back on uh yeah i i thought that was true but i didn't i remember there was an ability that resets your ammo but i wasn't sure which one it was so i didn't want to give false info but yeah i've gotten i've gotten used <laughs> used to it too it's been a couple seasons since they made the change but it used to be bad because you'd just still be out of ammo yeah. whenever you came out of it and it was a bummer uh yeah that that i guess makes it so you can use it as a way to reload because you're more vulnerable when you don't have uh, ammo when you need to reload because you have less pressure on on the enemy you're shooting or that you're in, a co- in combat with um, so using Wraith when you, instead of reloading actually gives you time to, uh, set your, um, to both reloads and also gives you time to, um, get ready for the fight. And you also can't really get hit while doing that. So it's a good. So would you say it's even a good idea during a, say it's a 4v4 and they've started to focus you? it's probably a good idea to use it there so that they move on to someone else and then you reload. Uh, Oh, I forgot to preface that with you've just run out of, you've just run out of ammo. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a decent idea if you're being focused, but generally the, you should use Wraith to reload in a situation where you're either alone, by like by yourself versus, X, an X amount of enemies or in a 1v1 situation because it gives you like when you're fighting with your team there are other ways to get the safety and to reload to have time to reload um, but and when, like if you use Wraith to actually just reload when, when you're not actually getting focused then you won't have it when you actually need it to survive. So if you're getting focused, if, uh, if you're getting focused, yeah, it's a good idea, but otherwise not really. Yeah. And, uh, and a, and a good thing to note is that if you do use Wraith and in your platinum or higher, like, someone's going to call out Wraith down. And so then the team's going to know, and the higher up you go, the more chance that they're going to pounce you immediately when Wraith is not up. So Yeah. You want to play around your Wraith cooldown. That's why it's important. You can easily get punished for being out of position when you don't have Wraith. It's kind of your getaway tool. Like, Tracer has a uh, recall, and... Uh, Mercy has a um, guardian angel and stuff like that. So 
Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't. I don't bother calling Guardian Angel down because it's just so fast. But uh, yeah, yeah, Tracer, I definitely call recall down. Yeah, I call Hook down. Yeah, you know those those uh, those types of uh, abilities. Um. Well, you have anything else you want to add to to Wraith form before we move on to the most worthless Reaper ability there is? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> All right, so the extremely niche Reaper ability Shadow Step. It has a maximum range of of thirty five meters. It has a casting time of two point five seconds. Long time. It has a a duration of two of two seconds. Now we should point out the whole move takes four point five seconds to actually perform, and its cooldown is ten seconds. So, tell us some things we can do and some things we shouldn't do with Shadow Step. Uh, Shadow Step is a good uh, ability to take control of high ground, especially on defense, let's say Temple of Anubis second point, when you're defending second point, you can go on the um, gate, on top of the gate, and let's say you have um, you have a Death Blossom, you can drop down and ult the enemies when they go through the gate. You should also use uh, Shadow Step when going out of spawn, it's faster to um, uh, use that than to walk, and yeah, I do that quite a bit. The ability honestly has pretty much no other use out of those two things. That's pretty yep, much. I use it to get there a little bit faster. I'll use it for the the pounce method, which is what you're talking about, where you get to high to to um high ground, and the enemy team doesn't know that you're there, and they walk they walk past. And you drop in, either take out the Mercy, run back to your team, or you drop in Death Blossom, yada, yada, yada. Yep. I I still would trade it, though, in a second for for Moira's Warp. Yep. How sick would that be? <laughs> it would be way too overpowered. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> It'd be so awesome. Uh, uh, but uh, go ahead uh, with things you shouldn't do with it, maybe. You shouldn't use it when there are enemies nearby or they see you because when you like use shadow step, you actually like teleport to where you chose before you actually have control over the uh, over the um, character, like over your character. So they can already kill you before you actually have a chance to do anything, which is why it's such a like bad ability per se. I mean, it's like I see a lot of new Reaper players trying to um, shadow step into the middle of the enemy team, which is bad since you can easily be focused in the time that you um, do that. You know. Yeah, if I had a dollar for every time in season two when I was new that I warped up to high ground and got killed by a Hanzo or a widow immediately then, or even McCree, anybody. Cause you just, when you, when you warp up, it takes 2.5 seconds to cast. And then you move over there in like a purple haze, but it's really 
obvious, like where you're at and where your head is. Um, and then you have to wait two seconds before you actually have any control. And on top of it, you go Reaper here. And they did make it a little quieter. Like it used to yell across half of the map, but it's still pretty loud. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's why I just, I use it to set up when we're setting up on, on MD, I'll use it to get to a place quicker. And sometimes really rarely I will use it to get to high ground in a certain situation in like a smaller, like three V three fight or something like that. But it's extremely rare that I'll use it any time during an actual team fight. I probably shouldn't, but I do at times. Uh, yep. It's just, it's just that the ability is not a combat ability and it's not like Tracer's Blinks or Moira's Warp. You can't really use it in the middle of a fight. You're going to be vulnerable for too much time. So it's only really good to go get to high ground or go back, um, get back to your team from uh, your spawn. We could use with a, with a rework on that blizzard. All right, so moving on to his ultimate, which can be just awesome. It's uh, it's called the death, the the death blossom. Its damage is one hundred and seventy per second, a total of five hundred and ten. You you uh move at three meters per second while it's active. It's active for three seconds. Its area of of effect is eight eight meters, and you do not get headshots with it. Why don't you tell us some of some effective ways to use Death Blossom? Um, there are a couple ways of using Death Blossom. The first one is surprising the enemy, since you do one hundred and seventy damage per second, you can pretty much kill. The enemy squishies that are that have two uh, two hundred HP in a second, and if you actually get the uh, drop on them and you surprise them, like you drop from high ground, then you can easily team wipe. Um, the the thing is though, you sh- you don't want to use death blossom when. It's obvious you're gonna death blossom because the area of effect is pretty like close range. You can like it's it's only effective in close range, pretty much. Like people can get out of um, the range of it very easily, and you're also very slow, so you can't really catch up to them. And it also makes you a very easy target. Since you can't use any of your abilities while um, casting, and it's also cancelable, uh, like like if you get flash banged yeah. or or C or CC'd, stunned in any way, it cancels it completely, and then it's gone. Uh, yeah, you can like McCree is a good counter to Reaper because his stun completely cancels uh, uh, Reaper's ultimate. He, McCree also outranges Reaper and overall just outmaneuvers and re- ranges and uh, completely nullifies Reaper's ult. 
if has if you have flash bang up. So yeah, you should you should be aware of what's going on around you before you cast your ultimate. Yeah, I used to love it when everybody ran a Ray Reinhardt and I would you know warp up warp up right above like uh, second point for instance temple of uh nubis and i'd be standing up there at the top you know pillar at that first choke they just walk through and then anna and mercy or anna and lucio would be right down there and i just drop down and and kill them almost immediately now anna can sleep dart you but it's a lot harder shot than the mccree flash bang uh yep uh, not only does Anna's sleep um, sleep that have a cast time, but it's also uh, a way harder ability to hit than a flashbang. Flashbang just has to be in like on the area of the Reaper, and the uh, sleep that needs to directly hit the Reaper. So, uh, yeah, Anna, Anna is just weaker. Oh, well, weaker against Reaper, I guess. <laughs> yeah. She's just kind of weak in the current meta because of all the shields. Uh, yeah. She's too diveable. Uh, yeah, it's diveable. And although I still hate anti anti heal, if you can get it off, it sucks. Yeah. Um, but, uh,. What would you say the best way to use it is, though? I mean, I almost always use it as a surprise. Uh, and then sometimes I actually use it just middle of the fight when I know certain cooldowns are down and I see a good opportunity. Yeah. Um, the best way to use your ultimate on Reaper is as a surprise. Other possibilities are if you're, not get, if you're in, a, in the middle of a, a fight, and you're not really getting focused and you're in the middle of everyone, you can ult and because you have very high uh, damage per second, you can actually kill a lot of people before they have a chance to react. And if it's in the middle of a fight, then they'll be even lower HP, so they'll have even less time to react. So it's a good way to use your ultimate if you know that if you know that you're not going to get focused and enemies, the enemies have uh, crucial cooldowns um, on cooldown. Yeah, I'll oftentimes coach a, a team when, I'm, when we're playing against a Reaper. And as soon as I start to hear die, 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 I just say, focus, focus Reaper, focus Reaper. Because if you kill him quickly, then it's over. Yeah. Because you're not going to, once he gets in the middle of you, you're not going to run. You can pop defensive uh, abilities, but you're not going to run away from him in time before you die. I mean, a tank might, but a 200's not. Yeah. Reaper is very vulnerable, so if your team, well, while ulting, he's very vulnerable while ulting. So if your team have can focus him, then you should be able to take him down before anyone before um, he has a chance to kill anyone so yeah you say there's any uh real good other characters to wombo combo the ultimate with yeah you can wombo combo your ultimate with lucio's beat and um 
well, you can also do it with his amp speed. That's also very good. Uh, Anna's um, nano boost is also very good. You you increase your damage even more while also being more durable. So that's really good too. It used to be the meta back in season two. <laughs> oh yeah, that was when it had the 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 actual Anna's ultimate had speed. Yeah, the uh, speed, speed boost on it yeah. too. So you you just roll through people spinning, you yeah. know, at normal speed. <laughs> yeah. Also very good to use with them is Zen's ult if you can. If the Zenyata can ult while you are ulting as um Reaper, then you have no way of dying. Well unless you get one shotted or headshotted by a widow or Hanzo. And um another good ulti combo with is Zarya's Grav if it's in a good situation since the enemies can't get out of the grav so they're always going to be in the range of um of your uh, death blossom so we're going going to do the maximum amount of damage Sombra's a good one too but it's yeah. so hard to pull that one off yeah i guess rain's shatter is good too but it's those are not as common as the other ones i've mentioned yeah, and Shatter, they're almost down long enough for you to kill two of them on the ground yeah. before they even get up. But setting that so up it almost is... might be better to save it. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah, also setting that up is like pretty fucking hard. I mean, you're going to have to get in in the like in the enemies where they are without the rain. Well, without them having enough time to um, run away, I guess from the shatter, and like it's kind of it's kind of hard to just set it up because you have to be you have to actually get in the middle of them, and it takes time, and you can only do that after you shatter, pretty much. Yeah, it's it was hard enough to usually set up the Anna Beyblade, you yeah, know, like. It was really on the Anna to hit you at the right time after you got in the right uh, position. So it was a lot of it was on the Anna player and not on the Reaper player per se. Yeah, Reaper's ult combos are hard to set up because other characters, like when you nano blade, you can do it. You can nano with the Genji before he goes in, but then he'll. And then he'll dash in and he'll ult and he'll get kills, I guess. I mean, pretty simple. But with Reaper, it's kind of hard. Like, he has to already be in the fight in order to win and to actually be effective. So the Ana has to actually, like, see him and it's just generally harder to pull off. Yeah, it's definitely harder on the Ana's part to pull off. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, move on. We've covered a lot of them, but let's go over uh, strengths and weaknesses. Um, the strengths of Reaper are high damage in, like, in a very high damage, one of the highest uh, damage per second um, in a very closed area or against um, enemies with a large hit hitbox. Um, He's also a very good, uh, he's a very safe pick if you, if you play him uh, correctly. 
since you have your wraith form and it's generally a very good um, ability to use as a disengage. Um, his weaknesses though is that on maps that are very open or if you can't get into close range, you're going to be um, very, very vulnerable and you're not going to do damage. Like, uh, other enemies are just gonna outrage you. There are a lot of heroes that have the possibility of outranging Reaper. I mean, pretty much every character <laughs> outranges Reaper. So. <laughs> yep. Uh, you gotta be a little bit crafty with uh, Reaper and very patient. Uh, yeah. So, generally, you should pick Reaper when it's, um, when he's straight off, well, of course you should pick uh, a character when you can use, utilize his strengths well and not, his weaknesses don't really affect you. But with Reaper, it's more specific because there are certain situations and maps that are good for Reaper no matter what. Um, for an example, when the enemy has a lot of tanks. Reaper is going going to be very effective, and when the maps are very um, uh, closed, he's also very good. But on the other hand, you can clearly see that on a map like um, uh, I don't know, like Watchpoint Gibraltar, especially second point, where it's just completely open, he's not going to be as good, like as um, effective. Or when the enemies have um, a small amount of tanks, like one tank or none at all, is also not going to be as effective. Yeah, he's uh, definitely on Watchpoint Gibraltar is one of the ones I hate the most, especially on attack with Reaper. There's a lot of people that I don't like to play on attack. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do kind of like him on defense on that first point. Yeah, uh, there are exceptions in the last month. Yeah, Simple. but he's he's oftentimes I find in those in those maps that are that are either hybrid or payload. I often find the the middle point is not a good Reaper point. I guess on Junker Town, the first point is definitely the worst one for him. Yeah, but anyone that's open, so oftentimes I'll only play him for one or two points in those types of maps. I won't play him the entire time unless. They just don't have an answer for me, and I've got them, you know, trickling in. Then okay, but I don't know. Yeah. What do you do? Um, do you play them the entire match generally, or do you generally kind of, kind of, kind of sprinkle them in? Um, I don't usually play them the entire match. I usually take them when either the enemies have like a lot of tanks. For, uh, and or when it's a really good map for him. Like, I usually pick Reaper in Anubis' second point when I attack. It's probably one of the best points for him. Everything is close range. Uh, you can easily get in, like, in close to, um, to the enemy's tanks and front line. And, um, it's also yeah. a very good map for setting up high ground plays with your, um, um, E, forgot the name. Uh, Shadow, uh, Shadow Staff. Yeah, yeah, so I actually remap that that key on every character. <laughs> yeah, there are certain maps where I 
play deeper almost every time. But there are certain point um times where he is just um not good. And usually you don't want to play him throughout an entire match. Yep, it seems it seems to be the seems to be the moral of the story with with Reaper. But when used right, he can be he can be used to great effectiveness. Yeah. Do you have any uh, common mistakes? I know we talked about a lot of them, but maybe reiterate or mention any that you might not have mentioned prior. Um, I don't really think there are common mistakes that I haven't mentioned yet, but I can do a rundown of what I've already mentioned. Cool. Um, so using your... Um, race form as an engage tool is usually not a good idea and it's quite common. You're very vulnerable when you don't have that ability up. Um, also teleporting into in the middle of a fight is a mistake. You're very vulnerable as well. Um, um, what about going off by your, yeah, yourself? Yeah. Flanking as well is generally not good. He might have his uh, shadow step that is that might that might seem uh, like he's a he, that would make him a good flanker, but he's too immobile to actually be a flanker. Uh, you're just gonna get focused down, and it's really hard to do anything against a coordinated team. Yeah, if you can't get back to your team with Wraith, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. Um, another thing is that I see a lot of um, players pick Reaper as a um, counter to tanks in every situation. Even if the enemy has a lot of tanks, some maps just don't really allow him to be effective or some points. He's going to be better against tanks, but he's not always the solution against uh, a lot of tanks. He usually is, though. <laughs> it's just <laughs> things to consider. What about any pro tips? You have, do you have anything? Uh, I think shooting at the neck area is a pretty big pro, pro tip for Reaper. Uh, yeah. Shooting on the neck, shooting, well, aiming on the neck while shooting is pretty much maximizing your damage. Um, another thing is that you can use your, um, uh, your uh, shadow step to actually, like, get out of, um, grav, I guess. Well, yeah, I'm not sure if I can actually get out of grav, but I know you can, um, Disable, um, disable the disables, remove all disables, which might allow your mercy to uh, heal you. So, you should... Wraith, Wraith, you're talking oh, yeah. about, yeah, Wraith, you're talking about sorry. Wraith, and Wraith d does. It's one of the two uh, abilities that gets you out of Zarya's grav. Yeah. The other one being Orissa's whatever it is. Doesn't Moira's um, uh, Teleporting. You know what? I don't know about Moira. I haven't looked in since she got added to the game. I'm not sure. Uh, Mercy's Res used to do it during 
because it would make her in vulnerable for a second or two. Yeah. Don't know about Moira. I'll have to test that later. I'm sure that'll come up. Uh, Fu is going to do the Moira uh, prepare to attack, so they'll probably cover that there. Yeah. There are a lot of um, other small tricks to Reaper. There are a lot of um, a bit like resets. For example, you, when you use um, Wraith, your ammo resets, etc. You can also melee after you reload. Um, and it will actually, well, I don't know if it's still true, but it used to be true where you will, um, you will actually cancel the reload animation. So you will actually reload faster if you melee after your, um, bullets get in the magazine where you can, you can see that in the bottom right where the ammo is displayed. Yeah, I don't think it's actually faster. I think you're just doing a move when you couldn't do any like anything else. So it's capitalizing on the time. So you don't actually get done reloading quicker. You just can get an extra melee in. I mean, you could do that with every character. You can get an extra melee in or with Anna sleep dart uh after the bullets are in your gun, whereas you couldn't do any like anything else during that that time, yeah. so it's just a way to capitalize on and 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 min max every second. Um, for some reason, I remember it being uh, faster. I don't know why I watched the video, but I guess it doesn't matter. It and it might be with Reaper specifically. I just yeah, know yeah. that uh, that with all characters, the animation cancel after the bullets are in the magazine is just a good time to do your other abilities because you can't shoot during that time, but you can do the other things. It's a really it's a pro tip for every character. Yeah. All right. Well, if you have any more final thoughts, or if you don't have any more, then we're going to move on to closing. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned everything uh, already. So. Awesome. All right. Well, we're going to close it up. I, I would encourage our audience, if you would like to contact us, you can reach us at contact at prepare to attack.com. I'd like to turn it over to Dar the Derp now to talk about Wawa's Bootcamp and Mayhem.gg. Uh, Wawa's Bootcamp is a Discord server that is um, that has coaches for that you can um, contact for free, and they will actually they will help you improve on uh, specific heroes that you. That you have always wanted to improve, and I guess, and you can also get insight onto what um, high elo players think. And Mayhem GG is a site about uh, that you can use to review a vod with your um, with your um, friend or um, coach people. You have the option to. Um, draw on screen so you can actually point out where you where you wanna uh, what you mean and it's just a gen generally one of the best sites to do coaching on yeah it's 
Super cool. And if you guys want to join the Wawa's community, you can go to wawasbootcamp.com for all the links to everything. You can also join their Discord at discord.gg slash wawasbootcamp. That's W-A-W-A-S bootcamp and uh, mayhem.gg for that website. If you would like uh, if you'd like more of me and Ja, the other guy on on this show, you can f- you can find us at Watchpoint Radio. It's a weekly uh, news Overwatch podcast. Uh, we stream live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. We do that every every Tuesday night at seven PM Central Standard Time. Uh where can they where can they find you spe- specifically, Dar? Um, through Wawa's Bootcamp, I think. I'm a coach there. You can shoot me a message if you have anything. Um, uh, yeah, my Discord is there. Awesome. And if you want to join the Mash Those Buttons Discord, it is, it is discord.me slash mash those buttons if you'd like to find me blazon bob you can find me on twitter at blazon underscore bob that's b-l-a-z-z-i-n underscore b-o-b if you'd like to find me on twitch you can you can find me at blazon bob and recently if you would like to hear my new podcast i'm on the overwatch league recap and you can you you can find that uh via whatever podcatcher you like to use I'd also like to thank Have Luck Good Fun for for letting us use sounds like Overwatch as the show theme. He has a lot of great uh, a lot of great music where he uses in in game sounds. And as always, I would like to ask you guys if you could take some time and leave us an iTunes review with the new iOS 11. It's super easy to just leave a review right within the the app and. We really appreciate it. Uh, I'd like to thank Dar the Derp for coming on and uh, lending us his 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 on time. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Uh, I'm happy to help. Awesome. Yeah, dude, you're. It's been a great episode, and with that, we say goodbye. <laughs>